This is a recast of the 6500-word piece, Basic or Generalized Neural Networks, from Schnippat AI. This article is about neural networks and their applications in artificial intelligence. It discusses the structure and components of neural networks, the different types of neural network architectures, learning algorithms, practical applications, limitations, and challenges associated with neural networks. Let's listen in. Today, we'll be talking about neural networks and their applications in the field of artificial intelligence. Neural networks are computational models that mimic the structure and function of the human brain, allowing machines to make decisions and perform tasks based on acquired knowledge. That's right. Neural networks have been around for quite some time, but they gained significant attention in the 1980s due to advancements in computing power. These networks are composed of interconnected nodes or artificial neurons, organized into layers that perform specific tasks, such as input processing, learning, and output generation. The basic or generalized neural networks, which we'll be focusing on today, have a simple structure and a limited number of layers. They consist of an input layer, a hidden layer, and an output layer. The input layer receives external stimuli or data and transmits it to the hidden layer. The hidden layer then performs computations on the input data before passing it on to the output layer. Absolutely, and it's important to note that these computations in the hidden layer are weighted computations. The connections between nodes have weights that determine the strength of the signals being transmitted. These weights are initially random but are adjusted through a process called backpropagation during a learning phase. This allows the neural network to improve its performance over time. Right. Basic neural networks can be effective for solving simpler problems, but generalized neural networks are designed to handle more complex tasks. Generalized neural networks can have multiple hidden layers, known as deep neural networks, which enable them to learn multiple levels of representation and abstract features from the data. So let's talk a bit about the components of basic neural networks. One important component is the activation function. This function determines the output of a neuron based on its input and introduces nonlinearity into the network. Nonlinearity allows the network to learn complex patterns and relationships in data. Exactly. There are several types of activation functions commonly used in neural networks, such as the sigmoid, TAN, and ReLU functions. The sigmoid function is suitable for binary classification tasks as it produces an output between 0 and 1. The TAN function is similar to the sigmoid, but has a range between negative 1 and 1, making it useful for tasks with negative inputs. The ReLU function, on the other hand, only activates the neuron if the input is positive. Now that we've covered the basics of neural networks, let's discuss their applications and potential limitations in the field of artificial intelligence. Neural networks have experienced a resurgence in recent years, thanks to breakthroughs in deep learning. They have achieved remarkable results in various applications, including image recognition, natural language processing, and recommendation systems. That's absolutely right. Neural networks have proven to be highly effective in these domains. However, they do have some limitations. For example, neural networks require a substantial amount of data for training, and their complexity can make them difficult to interpret and understand. Additionally, they can be computationally expensive to train and may require powerful hardware. So understanding the different types of neural networks and their architectures is crucial for gaining insight into their applications and limitations. Basic neural networks are simpler models that can solve simpler problems, while generalized neural networks are capable of handling more complex tasks. 
Absolutely, and one fundamental component of neural networks are the neurons themselves. Neurons receive inputs from multiple sources, compute a weighted sum of these inputs, and apply an activation function to determine their output. Activation functions are crucial as they introduce non-linearity into the network and determine the strength of the neuron's response. There are various types of activation functions, such as sigmoid, hyperbolic tangent, and ReLU, each with its own characteristics and applications. That's right. Another important aspect of neural networks is the connection weights and biases. Connection weights assign numerical values to each connection between neurons and represent the importance or relevance of that connection. These weights are adjustable parameters that are refined during the learning process to minimize the error between predicted and actual outputs. Biases, on the other hand, are constant values added to the weighted sum of inputs in each neuron. They allow the network to have a bias towards certain inputs or outputs, shaping the overall behavior of the network. Exactly. The proper initialization of connection weights and biases is essential for the efficient functioning of neural networks, and there are various algorithms and techniques to determine optimal initial values. But it's not just about weights and biases. The feedforward and backpropagation processes play a crucial role in how neural networks operate. The feedforward process refers to how inputs are transmitted through the network, layer by layer, starting from the input layer and ending at the output layer. Each neuron in a layer receives the weighted sum of inputs from the previous layer, which is then modified by an activation function. This allows the network to generate an output that is a function of the inputs. On the other hand, backpropagation refers to the process by which the network adjusts its weights to minimize the difference between the output and the desired output. This is achieved by propagating the error backwards through the network and adjusting the weights based on the calculated gradient. Absolutely. And there are different types of basic neural networks that have been developed over time. The feedforward neural network, for example, is the simplest and most commonly used type. Information flows in only one direction, from the input layer to the output layer, without any feedback loops. This makes it well-suited for tasks that involve pattern recognition, like image and speech recognition. Another type of basic neural network is the recurrent neural network. Unlike feedforward neural networks, recurrent neural networks allow for feedback loops and enable the network to have a memory of past events. This makes them ideal for tasks that involve sequential data, such as natural language processing and time series prediction. And let's not forget about convolutional neural networks. These are specifically designed for processing grid-like data, such as images. They utilize a technique known as convolution to effectively detect and recognize patterns in the data. So as you can see, these different types of basic neural networks provide a range of functionalities and capabilities, making them versatile tools in the field of artificial intelligence. Absolutely, and it's important to note that single-layer perceptrons are an essential foundation in the study of neural networks. Single-layer perceptrons consist of only one layer of artificial neurons connected to all the input nodes, with each connection having an associated weight. These weights are adjusted during the learning process to optimize the network's performance. Single-layer perceptrons can be used to solve linearly separable problems, where input patterns can be classified into distinct categories by a linear decision boundary. However, it's important to recognize their limitations. Single-layer perceptrons cannot solve problems that are not linearly separable, such as the XOR problem. This is where multi-layer perceptrons come into play. They are more advanced neural network architectures that can solve more complex problems by introducing additional layers and non-linear activation functions. 
That's right. Multi-layer perceptrons have overcome the limitations of single-layer perceptrons and are widely used in various applications. They can handle non-linearly separable problems and perform tasks such as image recognition, natural language processing, and data analysis. And that wraps up our discussion on neural networks, activation functions, connection weights and biases, feedforward and backpropagation processes, and the different types of basic neural networks. Neural networks have revolutionized the field of artificial intelligence and continue to play a significant role in various domains. Absolutely. They are powerful tools that can learn and improve their performance over time. That's right. One of the main components of a neural network is its architecture, which refers to the organization and structure of the network's layers and nodes. There are several different types of architectures, including feedforward, recurrent, and convolutional neural networks. Feedforward neural networks have a simple structure, with information flowing from the input layer to the hidden layers and finally to the output layer. This type of architecture is commonly used in tasks like image classification and speech recognition. On the other hand, recurrent neural networks have connections that go backwards, allowing information to loop back and affect the previous layers. This makes them suitable for tasks that involve sequential data, such as natural language processing and time series analysis. And then we have convolutional neural networks, which are often used in image recognition tasks. These networks have multiple layers that extract different features from the input image, making them highly effective in tasks like object detection and image segmentation. Now let's talk about the learning algorithms used in neural networks. The most commonly used algorithm is backpropagation. This algorithm adjusts the weights of the connections between nodes based on the difference between the network's output and the desired output. Backpropagation is a powerful algorithm that allows the network to learn from its mistakes and improve its performance over time. Other learning algorithms include reinforcement learning, where the network learns by trial and error in unsupervised learning, where the network learns patterns and structures in the data without any label information. Now let's move on to the applications and limitations of neural networks. These networks have found extensive applications in various domains, such as computer vision, speech recognition, natural language processing, and pattern recognition. In computer vision, neural networks have been employed for tasks like object detection, face recognition, and image segmentation. Similarly, in speech recognition, they have been utilized for speech-to-text conversion and voice authentication. Moreover, neural networks have been successful in natural language processing tasks like sentiment analysis, text classification, and machine translation. However, neural networks do have some limitations that need to be considered. For example, they require large amounts of labeled training data, computational resources, and lengthy training times. This can be a significant challenge in real-world scenarios where data may be limited. Additionally, neural networks can be prone to overfitting, making them less generalizable to unseen data. This means that the network may perform well on the training data, but struggle with new unseen data. So it's important to be aware of these limitations when implementing neural networks. Moving on, Let's talk about multi-layer perceptrons, MLPs. These are an extension of the single-layer perceptrons and allow for more complex decision-making capabilities. MLPs are characterized by multiple layers of neurons, including an input layer, hidden layers, and an output layer. The input layer receives the input data, which is then passed through the hidden layers. Each neuron in the hidden layers applies a non-linear activation function to the weighted sum of its inputs, and the output is propagated to the next layer. 
This process continues until the output layer is reached, where the final decision or classification is made. MLPs are known for their ability to learn and extract high-level representations from complex data, making them suitable for various tasks such as image recognition, speech recognition, and natural language processing. However, training NLPs typically requires a large amount of data and computational resources due to the increased complexity of the network architecture. Despite their computational demands, MLPs offer powerful capabilities for addressing complex problems in various domains. In summary, neural networks are powerful tools that can learn and improve their performance over time. They have various architectures, such as feedforward, recurrent, and convolutional networks, and use learning algorithms like backpropagation to adjust their weights and improve their accuracy. These networks have found extensive applications in computer vision, speech recognition, natural language processing, and pattern recognition. However, they also have limitations such as the need for large amounts of labeled training data, computational resources, and the potential for overfitting. It's important to consider these limitations when implementing neural networks in real-world scenarios. But overall, neural networks have immense potential and continue to shape the field of artificial intelligence. Absolutely. Now, let's dive into the main points of the article. Radial basis function, RBF networks are a type of artificial neural network that use radial basis functions as activation functions. These functions are typically Gaussian and centered at different points in the input space. RBF networks have a two-layer architecture consisting of an input layer and a single hidden layer. The number of hidden neurons in the RBF network is equal to the number of samples in the training dataset, making it a non-parametric approach. The output is calculated by computing the weighted sum of the radial basis function's outputs. That's right. RBF networks have been widely used for pattern recognition, classification, and function approximation tasks because of their ability to model complex relationships. They offer several advantages, such as easy training and high generalization ability. However, they can suffer from overfitting when the number of neurons is not properly chosen. Moving on, let's talk about the structure and learning method of basic or generalized neural networks. These networks consist of multiple layers of interconnected artificial neurons. Each neuron receives input signals from the previous layer and transmits output signals to the next layer. The learning method used by neural networks is called backpropagation. Backpropagation involves iteratively adjusting the weights and biases of the neurons to minimize the difference between desired and predicted outputs. It has two phases the forward pass, where inputs are propagated through the network to produce a prediction, and the backward pass, where errors in the prediction are used to update the weights and biases. This iterative optimization process allows the neural network to continually improve its predictions and learn from the provided data. Great explanation. Now let's move on to some practical applications of neural networks. In the field of finance and economics, neural networks have been used to predict stock market trends, analyze risk factors, and forecast economic indicators. They are also employed in the healthcare industry for disease identification and medical condition diagnosis. That's correct. Neural networks analyze patient data, such as symptoms, medical history, and test results, to provide accurate and timely diagnosis. They are also used in recommendation systems, like those used by e-commerce platforms and streaming services, to provide personalized suggestions based on users' preferences and behaviors. 
So the practical applications of neural networks span various industries and play a significant role in decision-making processes and data analysis tasks. Absolutely. There are advantages and disadvantages to consider when using generalized neural networks. On the positive side, they are highly adaptable and can learn from large amounts of data to make accurate predictions. They can process information quickly and efficiently due to their parallel processing capabilities. They can handle noisy and incomplete data effectively by generalizing patterns and making intelligent decisions. However, there are some drawbacks as well. The training process can be time-consuming and computationally expensive, requiring a large amount of data and computational resources. Generalized neural networks are often regarded as black box models, meaning that the decision-making process is not easily interpretable. Lastly, they are susceptible to overfitting, where they become too specialized in the training data and perform poorly on unseen data. That's right. Now let's talk about the benefits of using basic neural networks. They are relatively simple and easy to implement, making them accessible to a wider range of users, including those with limited programming skills or resources. Basic neural networks are versatile and can be applied to a variety of tasks, such as pattern recognition, classification, and prediction. They can learn from experience and adapt to changing circumstances, allowing for continuous improvement and optimization. Another advantage is their ability to handle noisy or incomplete data, making them suitable for real-world applications where data may not always be perfect. They can provide valuable insights into complex processes or phenomena by identifying important features or relationships within the data. Absolutely, basic neural networks are a powerful tool for solving a wide range of problems and advancing our understanding in various fields. That's right. And one major drawback of these networks is their requirement for large amounts of training data. Without sufficient data, the performance of the network can suffer. This means that the data collection process becomes crucial in order to achieve accurate predictions or classifications. And not only do they require a large amount of data, but they can also be computationally expensive. The training process can take a substantial amount of time and computational power, which may not be feasible for every application. That's a good point. And another challenge is the interpretability of neural networks. They are often considered as black boxes because it's difficult to understand how they arrive at a certain decision or prediction. This lack of interpretability can be a limitation in fields where explanation and transparency are important. Definitely. It's crucial to have a deeper understanding of how these networks work and to develop methods for interpreting their decisions in order to build trust and confidence in their predictions. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about computational complexity. This refers to the amount of resources, such as time and memory, required to solve a computational problem using neural networks. Right. Time complexity measures the amount of time required to perform a task, while space complexity quantifies the amount of memory needed to solve a problem. Both time and space complexity impact the efficiency and scalability of the neural network. And as neural networks continue to evolve and tackle more complex tasks, it's important to develop more efficient and scalable algorithms. This will allow us to handle larger datasets and more complex problems without sacrificing performance. Exactly. We need to optimize the computational complexity of neural networks in order to make them more practical and applicable in real-world scenarios. Now let's move on to overfitting and generalization issues. Overfitting occurs when a network performs well on the training data, but fails to generalize to unseen data. That's right. Overfitting happens when the network becomes too complex and starts memorizing the training examples instead of learning the underlying patterns. Techniques such as early stopping, regularization, and dropout can help mitigate overfitting. 
On the other hand, generalization refers to the ability of a trained network to perform well on unseen data. Achieving good generalization is crucial for neural networks to be reliable and practical. And techniques like cross-validation and data augmentation can improve generalization performance by providing the network with more diverse training instances. Overall, it's important to carefully consider and implement techniques to address overfitting and improve generalization in order to build effective neural networks. Absolutely. By understanding these challenges and limitations, we can continue to improve the performance and applicability of neural networks in various domains. One popular extension of basic neural networks is the Convolutional Neural Network, or CNN. CNNs have been widely used in computer vision tasks, as they are designed to mimic the visual processing in the human brain. They introduce a new type of layer called convolutional layers, which apply filters to extract important features from an input image. These filters are learned through the training process, enabling the network to automatically learn the best filters for a given task. CNNs also incorporate pooling layers to downsample the extracted features, reducing the dimensionality of the network. This allows for better translation invariance and makes CNNs highly efficient and effective for tasks such as image classification, object detection, and image segmentation. Another improvement in neural networks is the Recurrent Neural Network, or RNN. RNNs are designed to process sequential data and have the ability to preserve information from past inputs and use it to make predictions about future inputs. They achieve this by using recurrent connections in the network, which allow information to flow in cycles and capture temporal dependencies in the data. RNNs have been widely used in natural language processing tasks, such as speech recognition and machine translation, where the order of words in a sentence or the temporal relationships between phonons are crucial. However, RNNs suffer from limitations, such as the vanishing exploding gradient problem and difficulty modeling long-term dependencies. To address these limitations, researchers have developed gated recurrent units, GRUs, and long short-term memory, LSTM cells. These improvements have shown to be more capable of capturing long-term dependencies and mitigating gradient problems. In addition to CNNs and RNNs, researchers have also introduced attention mechanisms to enhance the ability of neural networks to focus on relevant parts of input sequences. This has resulted in significant improvements in machine translation and image captioning tasks. Overall, these extensions and improvements have expanded the scope and efficiency of basic neural networks. They allow neural networks to handle complex tasks in various domains, such as computer vision and natural language processing. It's important to note that advanced architectures in neural networks, such as CNNs, RNNs, and attention mechanisms, have shown remarkable performance improvements in various domains. They are able to handle complex problems with higher accuracy by learning hierarchical representations of data and automatically extracting relevant features. However, it's worth mentioning that advanced networks require larger amounts of labeled data and more computational resources to train effectively. So while they offer significant advantages, there is a trade-off in terms of computational requirements. That's right. Understanding the differences between basic and advanced neural networks allows us to make informed decisions when designing and implementing models. It helps us choose the right architecture for the task at hand while considering limitations and computational resources. Well, that wraps up our discussion on the extensions and improvements of basic neural networks. If you want to learn more about this topic, make sure to check out the article we discussed today. And as always, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us. We love hearing from our listeners. 
In today's article, we explore the differences in structure and functioning between basic and generalized neural networks. The architecture of basic neural networks typically consists of three layers, an input layer, one or more hidden layers, and an output layer. Information is processed and transmitted through interconnected nodes or neurons with weighted connections. On the other hand, generalized neural networks can have more complex architectures, incorporating loops or multiple hidden layers. That's right, Avery. And one of the advantages of both basic and generalized neural networks is their enhanced capabilities and specialized applications. Neural networks have the ability to learn and adapt to new data patterns, making them highly flexible and capable of solving a wide range of problems. They excel in domains such as image and speech recognition, natural language processing, and autonomous vehicle navigation. Absolutely. An example of their application in image recognition is their remarkable accuracy and efficiency in categorizing and classifying objects or scenes. In natural language processing, neural networks have been successful in tasks such as sentiment analysis, machine translation, and speech synthesis. By harnessing their enhanced capabilities, specialized neural networks have the potential to revolutionize industries such as healthcare, finance, and manufacturing by providing advanced decision-making systems and automation solutions. That's really exciting, Avery. Neural networks have proven to be invaluable tools in various fields of study and industry. They can learn complex patterns from large data sets, allowing for accurate predictions and classifications. They've been successfully applied in areas such as image recognition, natural language processing, and financial analysis. That's true. And while basic neural networks have their limitations, such as vulnerability to noise and a lack of interpretability, advancements in research and technology have led to the development of more advanced architectures that address these issues. For example... Convolutional neural networks have been developed specifically for image analysis, while recurrent neural networks are designed for sequence data. That's right, Avery, and we can't forget about the field of deep learning. It has emerged and pushed the boundaries of neural network capabilities even further. With ongoing research and improvements, it is expected that basic or generalized neural networks will continue to play a significant role in the development of intelligent systems and the advancement of artificial intelligence. Absolutely, Samantha. Basic neural networks are crucial in various fields, including artificial intelligence, machine learning, and data analysis. They are capable of mimicking the human brain's behavior and learning from vast data sets, enabling them to perform complex tasks. They have facilitated advancements in robotics, healthcare, finance, and more. The future prospects of basic neural networks are also promising. Researchers are continuously exploring ways to enhance their performance by developing more efficient learning algorithms, increasing the depth and width of the networks, and incorporating different types of neural units. Additionally, the integration of neural networks with emerging technologies like quantum computing and neuromorphic hardware holds significant potential in revolutionizing the capabilities of these networks. That's right, Samantha. As the demand for intelligent systems continues to grow, Basic neural networks are poised to further revolutionize various industries and shape the future of technology. Well said, Avery. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Take care, everyone.